0: on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. Feel like who art Ed tried to it. Mr. Wood? Art Ed me. Either way, it worked I know. That's not too big to start. Welcome to Who Arted, where we explore visual arts in an audio medium. I'm your host, Kyle Wood, and for this week's Fun Fact Friday, we're going to be looking at the work of a Renaissance painter, Giuseppe Ecramboldo. While that may not be a household name, Giuseppe Acrimbaldo was taking part in an artistic tradition that would be familiar to the residents of any household. Because Giuseppe Acrimbaldo is probably best known for playing with his food. One of the things that I find just really fascinating is how food seems to be a universal delight for all sorts of people. Get together any diverse group of people, and no matter what their differences, they will be able to comfortably have a conversation to figure out what they should eat. As a father trying to teach my children to be culturally literate and getting into various holiday celebrations and the ideas behind them, I quickly find myself devolving into simply explaining that on the 31st of October, if you dress up in some odd fashion, you can go door to door begging for candy and somehow it will be socially acceptable. I focus on those tangible foods because that is the stuff of life. That is the stuff that really occupies an outsized part of our brain because for most of human history, the quest for food was the central quest. We were hunter-gatherers, not storyteller-painters. When we look at Ekrembaldo's portfolio, Early in his career, Ekrembaldo was a fairly traditional Renaissance artist making frescoes and things like that, that I would say were perfectly fine, but in a lot of ways unremarkable. They were well-crafted, but didn't really stand out or show tremendous personality the way that the, the food portraits seem to today. What shifted his focus was when he got the cushy gig as the royal painter. Emperor Maximilian II and his son Rudolf II apparently were delighted with these very surreal and playful, humorous takes on the traditional style of portraiture. Because what Acrimbaldo would do was he would paint people's portraits as food. He would take a collection of objects and it wasn't necessarily always food. Sometimes it was foliage, sometimes it was small animals, but he would he would make this arrangement, a composition that looked like a bunch of different leaves, flowers, apples, oranges, different things from nature all assembled to make an image that looked like a person. One of his best-known series in this style is The Four Seasons from 1563. In The Four Seasons, he's got these figures. Spring is a young man, and Winter is geriatric. We see Spring literally with rosy cheeks, and Winter has lemons and citrus fruit that were kind of new to Europe at that time. That was at a time not long after Columbus, grossly underestimated the size of the earth, got lost, and quote-unquote discovered the Americas. All sorts of things were new to Europeans at that time. We see Summer's ear as an ear of corn, and Autumn's head is a white pumpkin. All of these were relatively recent arrivals from the Americas, bringing yet another sort of exotic flair to these paintings. He was pushing the bounds of what portraiture could be and making something that was fresh and fun and innovative and a little bit quirky and witty. It was surrealism about 400 years before the surrealist movement. And while I do believe these paintings were created a little bit tongue-in-cheek and were intended to be sort of fun and funny, I think also there's something to be taken seriously about them. He put in some serious effort. We see not only objects and foods and foliage arranged to create the appearance of a person. In some cases, we only discover the person when we flip the painting upside down. To create an image that works in two different viewpoints with two different effects, that takes some real serious skill and thought and planning. And I think it's important for us all to remember, we need to find the joy in our work. We can't take everything so seriously all the time, but one thing we should definitely take seriously is the importance of fun and humor. Because a good sense of humor will not only make it easier for you to get through the day and the work and the struggles, a good sense of humor will help you relate to others. A good sense of humor also will make you appear smarter and more capable in the eyes of others. But please, don't play with your food at the table. It's been done, and it's been done better almost 500 years ago. This concludes this week's episode of Who Arted? If you found this tolerable, please like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. You can find images of the work being discussed this week and every week in the show notes, on Twitter, at WoodArtEd, and on the website, WhoArtEdPodcast.com. Podcast done.